I think the only thing that made me so excited about that is is, is my passion to music. Welcome, 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 everyone. Welcome to Paul Vato Presents. Today, my guest is Afina Medoyan. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Afina, welcome, and thank you so much for taking some time uh, to be with us today, right here, live on Fireside. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Paul, for inviting me. (laughs) Oh, it is my absolute pleasure. I fell in love with your voice when I heard you. Uh, and saw you on Instagram. So it was wonderful. It's so, I was so uh, stoked when you were like, yes, of course, I'd like to come on (laughs) your show. But uh, you have such uh, an interesting story, such an amazing background. Um, Would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you're from, a little bit about your background, because I find it fascinating. uh, And thank you for sharing. Absolutely. Thank you so much for all the kind words also. Um, yeah, so I um I've been singing all my childhood, probably all my teenage years. And let's start from the fact that I'm from Republic of Moldova. It's a very tiny country between Ukraine and Romania. <laughs> Not everybody knows about it, but I think now um uh, there's kind of like a sad reason why many people know about it right now because it's right on the border with Ukraine. Um but uh yeah, so I was uh raised aboard and raised in Moldova and uh I've been singing probably all my teenage years and I competed all my life. I performed in on X Factor Romania, traveled in Sweden, Ukraine, Russia and all other countries to compete and to perform. And then when I graduated school, I decided that, you know, it's time for me to move to the United States. <laughs> and uh yeah, so I graduated school. I moved here by myself. I moved right away to LA and uh because I was studying in a Jewish school, obviously I was performing a lot and uh <laughs> director of the school and the, I mean, the, the, head, the head of the school. And uh, we, we kind of were in the community that is called ORT, which is an organization, a Jewish organization that has uh, universities all around the world. So they saw my video singing, I think, or and then they came to visit us to kind of, you know, with a tour to see what we were doing. And they invited me to sing at the gala dinner um, of their board of directors in Washington. And it was 14 years old, I think, back then. And that was such a huge dream come, tr- come true because for a little girl to come to the United States and and, and sing there, that was a big, big, big deal. Um, so that's how I got my uh, tourist visa. And pretty much when I graduated school, I said, Mom, Dad, I love you. It's time for me to, you know, <laughs> go. <laughs> so yeah, I moved uh, to LA right away. And the first years, unfortunately, I wasn't able to really do much when it comes to music uh, because I had to uh, kind of settle a little bit. So it took me a while. I worked at the company. I worked, uh, I, I think, for four years. I've worked at least 14, 15 hours a day. Uh, then I was trying also to open my own online business so I can finally, you know, have like an independent income. And then I could just quit everything, all the nine to fives and all the, I mean, my nine to fives were nine to nine <laughs> or like nine to two a.m. But uh, anyway, yeah. And then at a certain point, I was like, okay, I've, I've tried many things and I realized that nothing makes me happy as music. And that was another, you know, big deciding point in my life. And that decision was probably one of the most important and the most amazing decisions I've ever made. 
And then eventually in four or five years, I quit everything. And I started to, I started doing music full-time and now I'm, I'm a full-time singer trying to build myself, build my company and, uh, and build my brand and write a lot of music and, you know, just go with the flow. <laughs> wow. What a story. Did you come to the U.S. twice? Did you come when you were younger to sing and then you came back or was that the first time? Yeah, I was here when I was, the first time I came here for four days was, I think, in 2012. I see. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, so it was a long time ago, 10 years ago. So I was 15 back then. And that was just to sing at that big dinner for the board of directors that uh, Muscle, there was a company pretty much that my company, uh, my school was part of. So, yeah, and that was the first time I came to the United States. I sang in Washington, D.C., and then I came back to Moldova, great to school and after that that's when i came back again to america but at the time it was just me i mean you know i grew up in the u.s and i grew up outside of chicago and <laughs> i think i waited till my 30s to move to la because i couldn't leave my home you know so that's you know kudos to you for being so young coming to a, a new country you know and not coming with uh, with a career even though you know you'd already done x factor romania so kudos to you. And it takes a brave person to do that. So, so good job. Thank you so much. Now, this might be a silly question. And of course, you don't have to answer this if, if you don't like. But so are, are you Jewish or why were you training at a Jewish school? Because I know that you also have Greek and Armenian heritage. <laughs> yeah, so I'm Greek and Armenian by my dad and Moldavian by my mom. Uh, but my dad used to work a lot with the Jewish community. Uh, and that's how I pretty much, yeah, I got in the Jewish school <laughs> because my dad well, we used to work with them a lot. And me also, because I've performed so much at all the cultural and like the biggest events in my country, Moldova, we have a lot of events, you know, for different minorities and communities. And I was part of the Jewish community, of Greek community, of Armenian community. So I was always kind of performing for, you know, their gatherings and not only. What a, a rich cultural upbringing you know because of course the stereotype is that i think most greeks would be you know greek orthodox you know as far as i know uh, oh i did mean to say tekanis tekanis <laughs> oh my goodness i i love the fact that you that you speak you know greek and and russian minya zavut pavel kagdila khoroshoa to be honest, I I studied it when I was traveling a lot to Greece to perform into the children camps, you know, like yeah. summer camps for children. And uh, I studied back then so I could have a basic conversation. But right now, because sure. I haven't practiced it in so long, I just remember very basic stuff. <laughs> so is your mother tongue, would that be Romanian or what is your mother tongue? It's Russian. And, but I've been taught both languages since I was uh, a kid. So because my grandparents would speak Romanian only and uh, my uncle would speak Romanian only, but then my dad and my mom, they would speak Russian. So my primary language probably is Russian, but then, you know, I also speak Romanian. Now, I remember hearing Romanian and not knowing what it was because I remember going like, I, okay, I caught that. I caught that. It sounded somewhat Spanish. It, sound, it sounded, mm -hmm. uh, I'm like, when it's not Portuguese, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that it's not. I don't speak Portuguese, but I was like, I don't. And then it finally dawned on me. I'm like, that's, it's the other romance language. It's Romanian. So it, it sounds like such a beautiful language. And of course, because it's, it's a romance language. So that's a language that I would like to learn. I'm studying Italian right now. So, io parlo italiano. 
Oh, it's going to be easier for you to learn Romanian. That's what I want to do because I know Romanian. It's going to be easier for me to, very easy for me to study uh, Italian and sure. Spanish. Um, yeah. Do you <laughs> sing in uh, all these different languages or? I sing uh, in Russian and Romanian and I can, I can sing honestly in any language. I think once I've even covered an Albanian <laughs> song and uh, people would come and would be like, oh my God, how do you speak Albanian? How do you sing in Albanian if you don't really understand what you're singing about? I'm like, well, I'm good picking up the, uh, the accents, I guess. <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, as long as if you can memorize the words and the intonations, you could probably sing in Japanese if, if, if need be, you know, so that's, that is amazing. What was it like uh, performing on X Factor Romania and, and what was the process? How were you discovered or how does that work in, in uh, Romania? I was a kid back then too. So I was, I think, 15 or 16 years old or 17. I don't remember, to be honest, because I participated twice. So once I went there as a duo with my friend who was rapping. And then the second time I went there as a solo. So I think I got discovered and they invited me to perform, to audition for for it. And then that's, you know, obviously I got through the first uh, tour. Uh, I mean, through the first audition, TV audition. And then I got to the second one and the third one. And then I got eliminated. Uh, eliminated. But I have definitely good impressions and good memories. Uh, but it's very it was very stressful. And I think this is one of the... My performance on X Factor probably is one of the most embarrassing performances I've ever had. <laughs> But, you know, I also realized that I was a child back then. So I give myself some props, you know, just for being able to go there on stage and, and somehow not to, you know, lose my mind. <laughs> but it was pretty interesting. And the process, I think, is the same as everyone is everywhere because I think it's pretty standard. So you go first through a stage audition for the producers. That's before you get on TV. Then you get on TV and then you audition for the judges. And then you have duels. And then you have to sing one more time just to get into the lives. So I didn't get into the lives. And that's where, you know, that's where my journey was done. <laughs> okay. Well, wow. Wow. But, but still, what a great experience for somebody so young. And, you know, yeah, maybe I'm glad that looking back, you realize that it was because of age and things like that. I mean, you've done things that other people only dream of doing. So that's, you know, kudos to you for and going through it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Of course, of course. So then what year did you move to the U.S.? Oh, I'm bad with timing. I definitely remember that I moved around six or seven years ago. So it was 19 years when I moved here. Uh, I'm 25. So yeah, when was it? 2016, right? And you mentioned you worked a variety of jobs. Would, would you want to share? It's, it's, it's incredible, you know, the, the, the road of an artist. And we have to do whatever we have to do in order to end up where we're going. Uh, what kind of jobs did you have to do uh, if you want to talk about that? And then did you tell us what motivated you then to just go, you know what, I, I need to sing. This is what I need to do. Yeah. So I think I'm very lucky um, that I've gone through many, many things uh, here, just especially because, you know, to move by yourself as a little girl into a big city where you don't have and you you don't know any you don't have anybody here um it kind of forces you to grow up really fast and uh it you are either strong and you win or weak and you lose <laughs> and you go back to your country and obviously you know going back to my country was never a choice for me and was never an option for me so worked at the company as a i started as a packer 
And then, you know, in a very short period of time, I became a manager, then I became sales operations manager, and I grew up, grow, grew there pretty fast. Um, and it was, um, uh, it, the company is called the Bloom Brand. I'm not sure if you heard about it, but it's a pretty popular company here. They're selling electronic cigarettes. And uh, yeah, and then I also used to work at the restaurant uh, where I was singing. And then at the same time, I was also uh, trying to open my online business because I knew that I don't want to work for anybody. And in case if something goes wrong with music, I want to be able, I wanted to be able to pretty much have a backup plan. And like, so I would work in the company during the day, then I would come back home and during the night, I would stay all night just to put together the, the whatever I was doing back then, like selling diaper backpacks and talking to the Chinese suppliers and this and that. So yeah, and that was lasting for, I think, like four or five years. And that's when, you know, at a certain point I was like, okay, I'm done. This is not the reason why I came here to the United States. So I decided to quit the company and I decided to still keep the restaurant. And after that, it took me probably half a year to kind of have this inner conversation with myself and come to the point where I know for sure that, you know, music is something that I want to do forever, no matter how difficult it is. And the reason I got it is because I've tried so many things, even in the company, even, you know, through on Amazon. And uh, I've tried not just Amazon, but like I was trying to sell online everywhere. So I knew that nothing wakes me up in the morning um, as, you know, as happy as like knowing that today I'm going to be doing something, you know, in entertainment industry, something related to music. And that's when I made an agreement with myself that this is my journey and I will never back up no matter how hard it is. And honestly, it was very hard the first probably half a year after I quit everything because I was I didn't have any stable income or anything. So it was very, very difficult. But then at a certain point, because I was you know, doing my best to get out there. And I, I was trying to do everything I could just to kind of find, understand how everything works. I've been able to become a full-time singer now in less than a year, probably. And, and now, you know, I'm, I'm capable of, you know, supporting myself, my family, and, and, and also, you know, deal with all of the music expenses for writing music, for marketing and everything just by myself. So I think this is something that I'm very proud of. <laughs> but now I think it's time for me to level up and, and, and find bigger opportunities out there to perform and to you know, and for my music. Thank you for sharing that. Did you come straight to Los Angeles then from uh, yeah. when you moved here from? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I came straight to Los Angeles. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, for a young person, it is not easy. Like I said, I came, I was already older, uh, you know, because I'd been in business for myself back home in the Chicagoland area. But, you know, for a young person to to come here and survive and thrive, it's not an easy thing. So kudos to you for being able to do that and, you know, staying level-headed and keeping your nose to the grindstone and keep going. So that's, I mean, that's exactly what it takes. Like people say, oh, I'm an overnight success. It just took me 20 years. So, <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations. And I'm glad that you're here. You're great for the industry and, you, and you're great uh, for, for entertainment and for art. So that is wonderful. Where can people uh, download your music or find your music? Where do you prefer that they go to do that? I have my music everywhere. I've released three songs so far because I started writing my own music last year in August. So, um, and I released my first song in 
uh, October, I think, then November, and then February. These are the first three songs that I released. But then, um, you know, there 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 was some um, things that happened in my personal life. Uh, I lost some people, and uh, and I kind of went more into a quiet writing mode. Where right now I'm just trying to put everything that I've gone through in music and in lyrics. Um, but for now, you can find um, um, everything I have on YouTube channel, on my YouTube channel. If you type in Afina Madian, it's going to pop up right away. Also, my Spotify, same thing. If you type in Afina Madian, it's going to pop up. Uh, and iTunes, uh, everywhere, to be honest. We'll make sure that people that listen to the podcast definitely seek you out and download your music. And you touched on, on something. I don't know if you want to talk about it. I, I don't want to be a downer. But I mean, this is part of your journey. You mentioned some some tribulations, if you will, and this was back in January. Is that something that you'd like to talk about, or? Sure, yeah, we can talk about it. So, as I've said, I came here seven years ago. It's going to be seven years in August, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen my family since then because I'm here on, you know, as um, uh, as on my own visa. So I can travel back and forth, but there's a complication where I might not be able to come back. And obviously, I don't want to risk it. Um, and that's why we've not be, been able to see each other in person. But, um, you know, in January, I lost a lot of people. I lost uh, my dad passed away, my grandfather passed away, my friend passed away. So it's been a pretty interesting beginning of the year. And yeah. <laughs> Because I, I know, uh, you know, it's been a while, but it hasn't been that long. And it's, you know, losing a parent is never easy. And then to lose, you know, two close people uh, and, and then not to be able to be there with them. So my heart goes out to you and your family. And yeah, I'm, I'm sorry for, for making you talk about that. But it just proves, you know, your testament to the type of person you are. And is that what Sweet Dreams, the song, is that kind of what it came out of? So Dreams was one of the like favorite songs of my dad. Um, and unfortunately he hadn't, he didn't hear the, he hasn't heard the very last version of it, but he heard the demo. And I remember that he was so, so, so proud of it. And yeah, so I wrote it actually before that happened. I wrote it, I think in November. And that's when um, I kind of, there was complications with the producers and everything. So it took me a while to put the song together. But then at a certain point, um, after my dad passed away, I didn't know what to do else other than just dive into my work and my job. Uh, And I went all into the music and I was like, I'm going to finish the song. I'm going to release it. I'm going to release it on the day, you know, of my dad's birthday, which was February 16th. And yeah, and, and it played out uh, like the, it, it almost felt like I wrote this lyrics knowing what's going to happen. But uh, yeah, I think the, when it comes to Sweet Dreams, I wrote it because as, as an immigrant, you feel many times very lonely and it might be very, very hard. And sometimes, you know, because everybody is trying to build their life and pursue their dreams and everything, not everybody's available to be there for you at, whenever you need them. Right. So sometimes you have to deal with problems that you have in your life by yourself and it might be very, very tough and you feel very lonely many times. So I was like, I'm just going to write the song that is going to be my best friend when, you know, (laughs) when I need it. It's a beautiful song and it's very powerful. So I put your link tree right in the fortune cookie right below us so people can just click on there and then make sure that they find you on uh, Instagram and then uh, listen to that song because it is, it's beautiful. The Thank lyrics you. are amazing. And it's, yeah. Do you sing this live when you do your performances or are you yeah. mostly doing covers or what's that like? 
I sang it many times uh, during my live performance, uh, during my live performances in LA. Usually when I perform, it's supposed to be mainly covers, but I always play some uh, originals of mine because usually people ask for it. So I'm like, why not? <laughs> no, that's wonderful. And I think that's why I asked because you know that, of course, they want you to sing songs that people know and sing covers, but it's always nice to sneak yours in there because somebody's going to listen to it and go, wow, this, you know, this really speaks to me. And again, it's just so well-written and so beautiful. Thank you. That, uh, yeah, you're, you're very welcome. Where can people see you uh, live performing if they're in the Los Angeles area? Oh, I'm performing a lot uh, at Mastro's Hall, Mastro's locations, Del Frisco's. I also perform at the venue called Premiere in Studio City on Saturdays, but because lately I've been everywhere. <laughs> Most of the time, sometimes I'm in Palm Desert, uh, sometimes I'm in LA, but I usually post my schedule on Instagram. So you can always follow me there and you can track my schedule. And very soon my website is going to be up and that's where, you know, it's going to be more organized and finally people are going to be able to see the calendar. Are you uh, an actor as well? I, I have a feeling like if you're not, you'd, you'd be a wonderful actor. Yes. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can call myself, you know, <laughs> professional actress, but I started acting last year too. And I started it just because my friends were like, oh, you're really good at imitating people or mimicking people. I'm like, okay, I guess, you know, maybe <laughs> I should do acting. And I started it for fun. And my friend was like, oh, I'm, I'm uh, taking lessons from this couple, Will and Sarah Wallace. And I'm like, okay, I guess let me try if they would be open to, you know, teach me. So I went to their group lessons for probably half a year, learned a tone, beautiful couple, beautiful teachers. They really taught me many, many things. And they had an audition showcase for two agents, like the first probably half of the year that I was there. And both of them wanted to sign me. <laughs> so, and uh, yeah, I got signed by an agency called Aries Talent Agency. It's, it's actually a miracle that I'm with them right now because they don't take on any developing artists. And obviously, you know, I started just last year. <laughs> so I did in a, in a year a lot of non-union stuff. Not a lot, but some non-union stuff. And I did. Uh, I just recently shot some web series where I'm one of the lead characters. But it, I didn't. I wasn't in any major projects. So I've been really lucky to work with them. And we'll see, you know, where it leads to. Okay. All right. I was I was right because I was like I think I think this young lady can be an actor as well. So congratulations on that. Uh, if you can dance, you're a triple threat. So I can. <laughs> I think you've got a, a very bright and brilliant future ahead of you. Thank you so much. Uh, in the entertainment industry, of course, Afina. And uh, do you at all, and I should have asked you this before, and if you want to, and of course, and if you don't, that's fine also because we can all, we know where to find your music now. Uh, if you'd like to uh, share with us a song, that'd be great. If not, no worries. Uh, we can always do it some other time as well, you know, because I, I don't think this is going to be the only time that you're going to be on here talking because anytime you have something to promote, I'd love to have you come on. Absolutely. Actually, right now I'm in a, as I said, I'm in a writing mode and a lot of singles are going to be coming by the end of this year, starting the end of this year. So probably starting November, December, that's when I'm going to start release, releasing a lot of, uh, a lot of music. I'm going to be, I can't really show anything at the moment. <laughs> Okay. I that's, to, that's yes, I truly hope that um, you know, soon when everything gets released, or even before the release, we could do this again, and I would be happy to show you. <laughs> you know what? I would love that. And next time we can also go with video because uh, so, people need to see you 
but most importantly, listen to you because you have this very unique voice and this amazing background and and this story, this incredible story. Have you auditioned or tried any of the American shows? Like, and I and please forgive me, I don't know what's out there right now, but like, you know, the America's Got Talent or any of these shows or X Factor. I don't think that's still on, but you know, any of those shows. Yes, I've tried once AGT, I think America's Got Talent. And I mm-hmm. think I've tried also American Idol. Uh, was it last year or two years ago? Uh, okay. But I never made it. So yeah, <laughs> that was my experience with these shows. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I think you will. And you know what? Maybe you've outgrown them already because you, you, you're already putting out your own music out there. What's that process like, you know, from like what you're working on? Do you release it one song at a time or are you putting together an album? Yeah, I'm definitely releasing one song at a time. But before releasing anything, I want to write at least five, six songs that I are completely ready that where I could plan them ahead and pretty much create a release plan for the whole year. So that way I don't have to, to stress out because right now, even though I have a pretty settled schedule, you know, when it comes to performances and everything, it's still very stressful because every single day you have to figure out, okay, what's going on with social media, what's going on with your, uh, with the, with the, with the networking, what's going on with the music out there. And you have to be everywhere and do everything at the same time. And, and it's, it might be really overwhelming. So I don't think I want, I, I, I just want to be smart about the way I do things and I'm, I, I'm, I'm planning everything ahead. <laughs> So yeah, but I'll be releasing one song at a time. Are there also uh, music videos with this? Because I I thought I saw one of your videos. Yeah, there's two music videos. One for Lay With Me, which is the second song that I've released. There's a mood video for Horrorwood. And there is a music video for Sweet Dreams. There is also a few covers, I think, on my YouTube channel um, with some videos (laughs) that you can enjoy. Well, Athena... You know, thank you so much for taking time. The link tree is right there so that people can find you and support you and follow you. Do you have any final thoughts or anything that you'd like to uh, tell the listeners? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> Honestly, there's so many things uh, that any indie artist or any self-made artist, uh, female artist, is, has to go through in order to succeed. And I think you have to be much stronger than anybody else. You have to be working much harder than anybody else. And that's what I've been doing probably all this time. And I think the only reason why I've been able to, you know, be where I am right now, even though it might seem very minor on the bigger scale and the bigger picture, but it's important to me. <laughs> it seems like good progress to me. I think the only thing that made me so excited about that is, is, is my passion to music. And I know that that's definitely something that I'm extremely crazy in love with my music makes me extremely happy so that's why to me it's even impossible to say that you know i'm working when i go to perform to me it's more like i'm going to have fun (laughs) so i think my message to everybody would be to never be scared to sacrifice your comfort to something that you know will make you happy in the long term um, it might be your, it might be music, it might be dancing, it might be art, it might be whatever you like doing in life. Just try to do your best to do that full time. <laughs> not sure if that's a good message or not, but I feel like that's, you know, what made me really happy in life. So maybe somebody needs to hear that too. I think it's an amazing message. And I'm glad that you said that because that is true. You know, you know, some, sometimes people, 
know, the grass is always greener on the other side, but it's it's uh, very true true what you're saying that you know you have to do what you love, and I'm glad that you discovered that earlier rather than later because you know I think a lot of people go through their whole life and maybe never realize it or they realize it when it's too late and all we have is time you know the, the time is is what's fleeting so um thank you for sharing that well wonderful thank you so much i'm gonna let you go so that you can get ready because I, I know that you have to get going real soon so afina thank you so much for taking the time to be here and please everyone please uh click on her link tree and follow her and if you could do me a huge favor and head on over to apple Podcasts and give us a follow give us a like there also on good pods building a community on good pods which is an app that you can download where you can listen to all your favorite podcasts and curate them and it's kind of like facebook so that there is a timeline and you can see what people are listening to and recommending and a lot of great people on good pods and then uh, follow me. Just go to paulvato.com and all of my social media links are there. Also, Spotify. If you could find Paul Vato Presents on there and just give it a like. Congratulations to the podcast. We broke the top 10 on Good Pods. We're the, uh, in the top 10. And I just found out that we're top 10% of all podcasts. I don't know how that happened, but we're we're getting there we're growing so that's amazing uh, yes thank you afina and you're part of the journey so i want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here and taking time to do this even though you have to work tonight you never stop promoting i love that about you <laughs> thank you so much thank you appreciate it thank you for inviting me it was a pleasure thank you so folks thank you so much for joining us and if we could all give afina a round of applause that would be amazing <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, 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 thank you. <laughs> That's our show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Look a little closer, cigar in Moscato, an actor in improv, coming from Chicago, Alto, make way for Paul Vato, Pablo, si hablo con mi taco. Post-production is done with care by Brian at Ocean Tree Creative. OTC handles podcast post-production and coaching, as well as social media video for podcasters and small business. Check the show notes for his link or hit him up on social media at Ocean Tree Creative or Ocean Tree Creative at gmail.com.